Changing minds one thought at a time Greetings and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women Series. How are you doing today, Jessica? Doing amazing, Akina. And you know what? Today it is a very, very, very special day today. It is Akina's birthday, everyone. So we welcome, we just wish her a very, very, very happy birthday. I am so excited. Um, Akina, I just, I've grown with you over this last year. I've been on this journey with you. You've just come so far and you're doing such amazing things. I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for everything that's going to be coming your way this year. I just, I know you're going to be doing even, even more amazing things this year. So happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica. And, you know, with my birthday show, I picked a very special guest to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, building online community. And our guest is wonderful and a personal friend of mine, uh, T.C. Cooper, president of Upward Action, LLC. And she's going to tell us some great tips and nuggets about how to build online communities. Hello, TC. Hello, Dr. Finch. How are you? Hi, Jessica. Hi, TC. Welcome to our show. It's an honor to have you here. Well, it is my honor to be here. Happy birthday, Dr. Finch. Happy birthday. I'm so excited that you are embarking upon your brand new personal, personal new year. So happy birthday, darling. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, I'm so excited to have you on here as well. Uh, Definitely honored that you accepted uh, the invitation. And, you know, without that being, uh, you know, with that being said, I definitely want to step into this topic because, you know, it's both, it's very important to both of us. So tell us the importance of building online communities. You know, I I am so happy that we're talking about online communities because, really, we met through an online community. That was our first introduction to each other. And I believe that now more than ever, but online communities are an amazing way for you to, for people to provide value, to really be of service, and to learn exactly what the people in our community, the people who we serve the folks that we want to do business with need. And we can do it real time. We can do it in a way that is collaborative. Um, We allow people, we can communicate with people on their own terms, right? I teach a lot of times that the best way to build a community is to go to the places online where your ideal client or your target market is hanging out and spend time there interacting with your people in those in those environments. And so, you know, online communities just allow us to do that, to collaborate, to share, to add value, to learn, and we can do it on our own terms and um, on our own time. Yes, yes. You know, when I think about building communities, I think about – all the people that I may not be able to reach on a local level, all the people that may resonate with my message or my purpose 
you know, that may be waiting out there for someone to say the right word to them or post the right post for them to make them feel a little bit better. So what made you decide to uh, start online communities? Gosh, that is a that's a great question. Um, and one, I totally agree. It allows us to serve people who are way beyond our local boundaries. And I'll tell you, I, I started paying attention to online communities in 2008. It was around 2008. And at that time, it was really Twitter. Twitter had just come on the scene. I was working with lawyers, trying to help lawyers understand Marketing, right, helping lawyers. I started out trying to help lawyers understand marketing, think about how they can reach more people, how they can expand their reach, how they can attract people to their businesses. And I discovered and fell in love with Twitter, and this was in the early days. Um, And I fell in love with Twitter because I found it to be a place where you could share information and you can receive information. And not only could you share information, you could share information with targeted people, right? And and that was amazing to me, this idea that you could be on your computer, because at that point I wasn't using my phone a lot, but you could be on your computer and you could share information and for my attorneys about their law practice. They could share information about their law practice that helped people, and they didn't have to go anywhere to do it. Right? They did they did not have to leave their office to do it. And what was even more amazing, they could use information that they already had. They could let that information live in places online where people could then access it, you know, beyond the limited time when they were actually engaging back and forth with people. And so I became more and more intrigued with this idea, one, of showing up online and sharing. And then it really um I guess I really fell in love with this this thought about building a community when I found that the same people would come back for more information and would ask questions, and you could engage with those people. And that's how you start to build a community, right, when you have people who want to interact with you and you start to have some regulars, and then those people tell other people about what you're doing or, or share your tweets at that point with other people and we were using a platform called SlideShare at that point, which I still think is a great um, platform for professional service providers, but we could see people coming back to get the information, coming back to view the information. And so that was that was the beginning of it. It was it was that basic utility. Well, you know, I love how you're talking about um you know, really just being where your avatar is and where your ideal customer is. And, you know, it's it's funny because when it comes to online, people think it's different than it is in person, and really it's not as much different as people would think. You know, I often say I'm a professional network marketer, so I am in the health and wellness field. Well, I'm, in, uh, I'm an athlete, run ultra marathons. So for me, when I am looking to collaborate with people and bring them into my network marketing business, I'm looking to collaborate with other people who are healthy and who are fit and who are young and active. So I always tease people. I say, well, if I'm going to do this, I wouldn't go to the senior citizen center, right? I wouldn't go to the retirement home down the road from my house. I'm going to be going to gyms and spas, and I'm going to go where people who are likely to want my products and services are. And it's really the same thing online. And people tend to think, well, they can just go anywhere online. The truth is, it, going online is amazing. Online communities, as a business owner, it gives you an opportunity to really have qualified 
people that you're interacting and networking with. You know, a lot of times people want to just add as many people as they can to their friend list. They want to do all these things. But if the people who you're interacting with are not people you can collaborate with on some level, either to do business with them or to collaborate on a project together or bring them into your business, you're not going to find it really being of value. So what I love so much about, like, online communities is really it's just bringing like-minded people together for for masterminding, for working together. I mean, what would be your experience and your thoughts with that, TC? Well, I think you're right on point, Jessica. I think you are right on point. I like to say that um, social media allows you to connect or, or to speak to one person in mass. It allows you to speak to one person in mass. So when you have that avatar, and, and sometimes we say avatar, but really it's just it's your ideal person. It is the ideal person that you want to do business with, that you want to collaborate with, that you want to be in your circle, in your community. And if you think about what that person looks like, there are many people who are like that. And so when you're on social networks, you get to talk to a whole bunch of people who look just like that person that you've described or that you've written out as being the ideal person that you want to communicate with. And what is amazing is not only will you attract that person because that's who you can think about, other people who are interested in the same types of things that your ideal person is interested in, those people will find you. And when you have a community, they'll find you, and they'll start to collaborate and communicate and share with you and ask questions, and you'll find yourself surrounded by people who value your message, who value your gift, who are interested in your services, who know, like, and want to trust you, and you can be engaged with them. You know, and so I I agree it's not about, like, how many followers you can have or how many likes you can have either. I mean, really, it's, it's about how many of those one people, those, that prototype of one, can you be in conversation with? And are you having the type of communi- I mean, communication and conversations where those people invite their friends? And now you have more of that same type of person, the person with the same wants and needs as that avatar that you've identified. And that's amazing, right? It's amazing for developing authentic relationships and doing that online. And I, and I have to just add one thing. I'm also periscoping while I am on um, while I'm on on the podcast. And someone on my scope just wrote, you know, the wonderful thing about online communities is that it allows us to share our prosperity. It allows us to share our prosperity, and I think that's absolutely right. You know, that's a great statement, TC. You know. It's all about sharing. You know, the point of being a social media is to be social, to share. You know, this is your platform to let other people know, you know, how you can share with them, how you can help them, how you can motivate them, you know, how and whether that be with a product or with a kind word. It doesn't matter. It's all about the sharing, and it's all about giving the information to the people. So now... Can you tell us a little bit about the platforms you use to build your community? Well, I I mentioned one. My favorite platform, um, and it started off as my favorite and it still is, is Twitter. Um, And I I like Twitter because it's a fast way to communicate. And um, now Twitter has changed and evolved over the years, but it, it is a fantastic place to share information, 
to crowdsource, I like to say crowdsource information. You can ask questions. You'll get feedback. It's a fantastic place to drive people to, I would say, my, my second well, you know what? My second favorite community should be my first. But my first really is, one of my first is Twitter, but my other is my email community, right? So I have a very robust um, email list, a database for our different brands, and that's where I really engage with people. Twitter helps me to build that list um, by sharing great content with people. We drive them back to our website, and on the websites we always invite people to um, to connect with us uh, in a more intimate way. So Twitter has been my favorite for, for a very long time. My, my email list is, is also a favorite. And I'll have to tell you, Periscope is new on the scene, um, but I am in love with Periscope. It is just an amazing way to really develop relationships quickly, to build that know, like, and trust factor at a rapid pace to get feedback from your community and to learn and to share. So, I mean, you asked one, I gave you three. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no problem. You know, I mean, platforms, because, you know, I have plenty of platforms, you know, and I follow you on your platforms as well. Some people like to have that one platform and they master it. Some people like to have a community of platforms. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's all about the building. You know, and like you said, you have the email community, you have the Periscope community, and, of course, you have the Twitter community. And it's amazing that Twitter is actually connected to the Periscope and vice versa, as well as Black. It is amazing, and so it's no surprise that those those are my favorites, the Twitter and the Periscope. Now, as I say, we also build communities on other platforms. Uh, my fa- I should not forget my Facebook family is amazing. And I'll tell you, I have um, – my Facebook family is amazing. And I build communities in Facebook on a cup- in a couple of ways. One, I have decided that because I run a business, my personal profile is not really a personal profile. It is a way for people to have kind of a 360 view of who I am, right, the total view. So there's a lot of personal things on Facebook, but there there are also a lot of business-type posts that happen on Facebook, and I'm always asking for feedback, and I'm writing a book, and I ask for people who are interested in being readers um, to let me know if they wanted to read a preview copy of my book, and I got I got feedback. So my Facebook community, that's one way that I build community there. The other way that I do Facebook, now I know some people have a lot of large groups, but I don't. I have smaller groups that are really built around a particular purpose. And so right now there are a group of 13 people who are writing books, right? There are a group of 13 of us, including me, who are writing books for the month of September. So I have a Facebook um, group that's closed. It's just for the 13 of us and our book mentor, Dr. Will Moreland, and our book coach, S.W. Cannon. And we're in there, and every day there are posts and there's encouragement, and we're asking people what they're doing. And I keep that group small because it's manageable and we can keep up with everyone. So, you know, Facebook is a place where I, I build community, too, in a different way. And I'll add one more, um, LinkedIn is another place where I, I, I have a community on LinkedIn, um, but the community is different. It is certainly more structured. It's more formal there. Um, 
it's not as it's not as the, the reaction or the turnaround time and me communicating and getting a response back or people communicating with me and getting a response back is not nearly as fast, but it is very effective. And I use LinkedIn groups in a way that is very similar to how I use Facebook groups, and that is we build groups with a particular purpose in mind, and the groups don't grow. They really are focused. And so, for an example, when this book writing project is over at the end of September, everyone in that group will leave that group. Um, and when we start a new challenge for October, that group will then be inhabited by people who are doing that challenge. So, you know, there are all types of ways to build communities. The thing would be to look at your business and look at your goals and look at how you can best serve people and add value and build your community that way. You know, that makes perfect sense, TC, you know, because I use, and a lot of people on Periscope are also using groups, you know, Love Tribe, Tag Tribe, you know, uh, Actioneers, of course, yes. you know, and, of course, my group, you know, Scope Masterminds. And, you know, that is a way because, you know, it's uh, Periscope is more on the one-sided end where they can type to us, but they can't really talk to us versus if we take it to Facebook, they can say, ask their questions, and they can, you know, get in more detail, and then we can get in more detail with them as well. You know, so Facebook is a great community. I use it a lot as well, you know, and, of course, we use it with Changing Minds Online. You know, Twitter is awesome because that's the only place you can post 50 times and you're going to get a different audience each time. You know, how cool that's is that? That's true. That is true. Yes. You have people at different times of the day. Like, you're right, and that's what's important. Dr. Finch, you just made a very, very important uh, point there, and that is, these different communities, these different social media platforms have different rules for engagement, right? And, and I say rules for engagement. There are no real rules, but they have different codes of conduct. And what you need to do is be aware of the conduct that or the, the code of conduct for your particular platform so that you are engaging in a way where people want to interact with you, where you're not being abusive to the platform, right? And so for Twitter – you can post a lot on Twitter. The The platform is set up for you to do not only a lot of posting, but repeat postings. Facebook has a completely different um, style, different codes of conduct, right, code of conduct, and the same thing with LinkedIn. And it's so important that you understand that when you start to engage on a platform so that you can build a community, that you can effectively build a community that serves the people in the community and also serves you. Yes. Yes, that, I mean, you know, I know that I love that, you know, because we never know because, like, the thing is, is being consistent as well because the people that follow us on Twitter is not going to follow us on LinkedIn, and the LinkedIn people are not going to follow us that may, may not be following us on Facebook. So as long as we are consistent in building our community and what we're putting out there, then all of our people get the information that they need to get from us. You know, uh, is that one of your rules, Lathan? That's exactly right. It's exactly right. And you'll find that um, you'll have different audiences on different platforms. Now, you will. there will be some cross, um, kind of a, a crossing of the community. So some people who follow you on LinkedIn may also follow you on Twitter, may also connect with you on Periscope. And so what you said is so important. You have to be consistent, consistent with sharing, but also consistent with your message. 
So when someone connects with you on LinkedIn, if they encounter you on Twitter, you don't want them to be shocked and amazed and confused about who you are because the way you show up on Twitter is, is completely different from the person you are on LinkedIn, different from the person you are on Facebook, right? So we talk about what I teach a lot of times. I talk about personal branding and your branding not necessarily being the outside, what people see, that's a part of it, but it's your message. It is what you are sharing. It's how you are showing up. And so there will be some differences on different platforms, but there should be a common thread. So no matter where someone encounters TC Cooper or encounters Upward Action, my primary company, or or, uh, encounters any one of our separate brands, they should not be shocked and wondering who is this person, you know, what is this company talking about because they've encountered the company on a different brand because there's a thread that runs through all the messages. And that's important. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and using Periscope right now to build that community and then have the consistent information, oh, my goodness, that is, like, priceless right now because you can go ahead and tell them something special, and then when they go to your Twitter, they go to your LinkedIn, they go to your Facebook, then they'll still feel the energy that they felt off of that Periscope because you're being so authentic there that it translates over into your social media as well. That's exactly right. And and what it allows you to do is build a deeper relationship because they've already connected with you on on Periscope, right? So they already like you. They've gotten to engage or they're interested. They're curious. And so now when you move them over to Facebook or you move people to Twitter or the best thing is moving people to your list, you can deepen the relationship. You can deepen the relationship or blab. Now, Blab is still not one of my favorite networks, but I know you love it and lots of folks love it. But, um, you know, again, these platforms allow – each of these platforms allows you to deepen a relationship that started somewhere else. And so that is important in building your community, that you're deepening the relationship, that you're connecting with people on multiple platforms, right? You have multiple touch points for connecting with people. You show up being the same person, your authentic self, Um, And, again, people start to know you, they start to like you, they start to trust you, and they want to do business with you. They want to hire you or refer you to someone or partner with you on a deal. Like these are the types of things that start to happen when you're building a community, when you are connecting with people. You are building, let's say, I like to say a circle, right, A a circle where you give value and you receive value back. Oh, that is perfect. You know, TC, we, uh, you know, you've been dropping some great nuggets today, and you know, and there may be some people out there who haven't even started their online community. You know, because the whole goal of our social media is to take it off from online to offline and get them on our website, get them to communicating with us. You know, making those relationships. So tell us a couple of steps that we could start with. Uh, so that we can build an effective online community. So the first thing I think you need to do when you're building a community is determine who you want to be in community with. So you want to know, you want to write down, you want to have a list, or you want to have a, a description of the type of person and make it one person that you want to connect with. Once you are clear about who you want to connect with, 
then find out where that person is spending their time online. Find out where that person is spending their time online. Once you know where that person is spending their time online, then you want to spend time learning about the culture of that platform. And we talked about that in this in, in your podcast so far, the different platforms have different cultures. And so you want to understand the culture of the place where your ideal client your ideal business partner, that ideal person that you want to build a community with, you want to know where they are and the culture of that place. Now, once you understand the rules of engagement, the code of conduct on that platform, you want to start sharing value, adding value in a way that will get the attention of your ideal client. Now, you'll know how to do that because I told you the step before this was to spend time looking at the, the platform and understanding the rules of engagement and looking at how your ideal person is showing up on that platform, right? So once you've done that work, you're ready to start sharing, adding value in a way that is attractive to the person that you want to have in your community. And that's how you get started. Now, not, I should say, not only do you want to add value, you want to be of service to that person in the community because, again, you've targeted a platform that your ideal person is using. So now if your person is using that platform, figure out how you add value to them. If you're on Twitter, the way that you add value or you, you're, in, uh, you're engaging with that person is to retweet or to quote the tweet of the person, to look to see if they're asking questions and answer those questions or provide specific resources if you're doing that and tag them in the resources. So, again, this is how you are um, engaging, starting to build relationships. And once you build those relationships in mass, you'll start to build your community. I just gave you an example with Twitter, but you can do that with every single platform that you're using. So we can talk about even Periscope really fast because I love Periscope, and I'm Periscoping, I'm scoping um, myself on your podcast, but, you know, the way you would build a community on Periscope, you know, you don't have, you build your community before you start broadcasting, right? So you make a list of those people that you want to be in community with, either because you want them to hire you, you want to collaborate with them on something, you want them to mentor you, whatever it is, figure out who you want to be in your community, and then you show up on their scope. And you show up on their scopes and you show up adding value, being a scribe, giving hearts, encouraging other people to give hearts. When you start to do that consistently, those people will be interested in you. And as you start to broadcast, you'll have a built-in community of people who are interested in your broadcast because, one, you've started to engage with them first. And the second, and I didn't say this, but it's kind of a um, – the, the I guess the foundation of it all, you have to be broadcasting and sharing information that's going to be interesting interesting to the people who you want to be interested in the information. So that, though, those are some easy ways, um, kind of a step-by-step way to start building a community, for example, on Twitter and on Periscope, but those principles can be applied to all social networks. Wow, TC. Thank you so much for those nuggets. You know, a lot of people can be able to use those like right now and be able to truly build a online community. 
you know, we're getting uh, close to time to close the show, but I want to definitely give you an opportunity to tell us about your new book. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I am so excited about this book project. I think I mentioned it. I'm writing a book. Um, in a community with other people who are writing books. Now, we're not writing a, collabor- a collaborative work. Everyone's writing their individual books. We're just supporting each other through the writing process. But my book is called 52 Business Lessons for Christianpreneurs. And I have gone through and I've identified 52 Bible verses that um, I think are important and significant and provide a roadmap for how we are to conduct ourselves and run our business as Christianpreneurs. And then I have given you my take on those Bible verses, my lessons, the lessons that I gather from those verses that I implement into my life. So I have finished the first draft of the book. I'm editing it now, and then I send it off to the real editor um, uh, this weekend. So I'm super excited. And if folks are interested in being on the book launch list, they can go to christianpreneurs.net, christianpreneurs.net, and be on our book launch list. So thank you for asking about the book. I'm so excited about it. Well, you know I'm going to be on that list. You know I'm going to, so I need to get right on to christianpreneurs.net right now after this show. So that Woo-hoo! is definitely my next action. Yes. You know, it's a fantastic book, and congratulations. What a wonderful topic. Thank you so much, Jessica. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for this call. I was avidly taking notes um, the whole time. It's just such an important topic, and I know I learned a lot. Oh, thank you. It has been my pleasure and honor, really, to be on your podcast, and to be on it on such a special night, um, I'm just thrilled about it. So thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you so much, D.C., for being on my birthday show. It was definitely an honor to have you. You know, I definitely love your message, and I love the nuggets that you dropped today. And if T.C. said something that resonated with you tonight, you know, please find us on ChangingMindsOnline.com. Of course, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, and, of course, you can catch the video on YouTube. Uh, Jessica, would you ha- do you have anything else to add before we close the call tonight? No, TC, just thank you so much again. Um, it was an amazing call, and I'm just really excited. Akina, again, happy birthday. Go celebrate. Thank you. And, you know, I always tell our audience the same thing. When I um, finished the college, I said, love you guys. Thank you so much for trusting us and letting us be part of your journey. God bless. Make it a really powerful week. And I'm excited for our Sunday night call. Yes, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, TC, for being a part. And thank you, everyone, for all the birthday wishes. Uh, it is definitely a pleasure to be on here with everyone every week. And uh, we love you and we are here to support you, and it is always our pleasure when you let us into your lives. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.